I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Hmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. This is Grafting with Grace Ann, the only place to get coverage of the best and worst plays from the most recent episode of Love Island. I'm your host, Grace Ann Parks. Well, 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 welcome back to another episode of Grafting. I'm your host, Grace Ann. And today we're getting into Love Island episodes 50 through 52, which is ITV episodes 44 through 46. A lot happened. Like a lot. All right, let's get into it. So Mitch pulls Jess and he's not very happy about her pieing him during Snogberry Pie, even though he definitely deserved it. He ends up making her feel bad about this because she's like, listen, if I would have known you were going to take it this badly, I wouldn't have done it. You're my best mate in here. Okay, Mitch, you little cincy boy now. Mr. can dish it all day long, but can't take it. Then Abby pulls Scott to the terrace and they share their first Audi kiss. This was so cute. Okay, and then in the bedroom at night, when the lights are off, we get this scene where Katie and Uzi are talking in bed and he brings up the comments she made about Zach and the challenge again. 
And Katie's just had enough. She's just like, oh, all right. Like, listen, I already apologized. And she turns over the other way away from him. And like, first of all, rude error, not my error of the game, but error. Then some time goes by in this like nighttime montage. And then we go back to Katie and Uzi's bed. And it's a shot where Katie is now fast asleep. And Uzi is just his eyes are wide open. And he's just staring at the ceiling, like contemplating his entire life again I don't like it when Uzi hurts when Uzi hurts I hurt but when Uzi hurts and also in the process does a very memeable face I hurt but I also win in the morning the Islanders get a text that it's time for them to all leave the villa for an exclusive party they all get to the exclusive party and then musical superstar Rita Ora enters I was so shocked at this. Again, they already had Neo. That was a huge get. Now Rita Ora, two like legit superstars in one season. Have we seen this before? Again, we usually get one. But what I especially love about them bringing Rita on is she's so obviously a Love Island fan and such a big Love Island fan that she keeps up with the show because we'll see later during her performances, she shouts out Jess and like knows everybody. And it's because she's like a true fan. And that makes it so much more fun. I love it when the celebs who come in are like actual fans. In between her performances, she's just like, this may be my smallest crowd ever, but this is the most excited I've ever been. I love you guys. Again, like I said, she shouts out Jess. She's like, Jess, you're amazing. And Jess is like, oh my gosh. After she performs, all the Islanders gather around her and they all take a selfie. And then Rita's like, I want a cannonball in the pool. Then we go to Molly, who's still pretty emotional over Zach's actions during Snogmary Pie. She's talking to Ella and Abby about it and starts producing tear play, which is pretty rare for Molly. The reason why she is so emotional is because of this whole Snogmary Pie fiasco. She, you know, before that was like the next step with me and Zach is like, I want to introduce him to my parents. And because of this, she feels like now she's taking a step back just when she thought she was about to take a huge step forward with him. Zach pulls Molly to chat. She immediately starts producing tear play again. And it's so difficult to watch this because I see where both of them are coming from and they're both just misunderstanding each other so hard the hardest you could misunderstand another person is what they're doing he really does want to work this out with her and he's like you know really trying in this conversation unlike in yesterday's episode or the episode before where you know the first convo he was already nervous laughing I think he's finally like taking it seriously then Dark Lord Jamma enters The public have been voting for their favorite couple and DLJ says that they're going to be doing things a little bit differently this time. The couple who the public voted as their favorite, which is Whitney and Lockin, are going to come up, stand by Dark Lord Jamma. And again, they have no idea. All they know is that they were voted the favorite couple. So they're just standing up there with her. Then DLJ announces three couples with the fewest votes who are at risk of being dumped from the villa, and they are Amber and Josh, Mitch and Ella B, and Katie and Uzi. The rest of the couples are safe, and Dark Lord Jamma's like, okay, head back to the villa, bye-bye now, and they're like, what? The couple who gets dumped immediately, 
who has the fewest votes from the public is Amber and Josh. They say their goodbyes. Now Whitney and Lachlan must pick who to dump between Ella B and Mitch and Katie and Uzi and they save Ella B and Mitch. I mean, okay, okay. Listen, this was either strategy on Whitney and Lachlan's part. Maybe, you know, they saw Katie and Uzi as competition or this was 100% producer driven. There's no in between. There's no like logical reason for this because again, Katie, if, if any of you are interested, just searching Katie McDermott podcast into YouTube and watch her most recent appearances on some of these reality TV podcasts where she's just spilling the tea. And again, she says in these interviews, Mitch is my best guy friend, but him and Ella B are like not compatible. It's so obvious. Everyone in the villa knows it. So this was definitely not a logical choice by Whitney and Lockett. I think this I'm like 80% sure this was a producer choice. They had no say. In their send-off ITM, Uzi says he's excited to meet Katie's mom, and she does some very surprised, bombastic faceplay in response, and this is my faceplay of the game. Now on to episode 51. Whitney, Lockett, Mitch, and Ella B return to the villa, and Ella immediately correctly notes that, wow, Mitch has nine lives. At the fire pit, Whitney starts to explain to everybody else exactly what went down. (laughs) And during Whitney and Lockin's explanation of, you know, how the vote went, Lockin is like, yeah, so we know Katie and Uzi are strong, but we also have to look at, like, how big of a character Mitch is in the villa, for example. And, I mean, if this isn't code for this was so producer-driven, do not get mad at us, I don't know what is. Ty immediately at this is like, I'm just going to be real with you guys. This was defo the wrong decision. I I love Ty. I I love him. I love that he has no filter. I love that he's just like smiling throughout this. And Ty's like, listen, Mitch is my boy. I love him. Mitch's like, doesn't sound like it right now. And then he does some good face play. He does a lot of good face play in these three episodes. I got to say, I took a lot of screenshots. Abby challenges Whitney's decision, reminding her that just the other day, Mitch told her that he doesn't even see a future with Ella B on the outside. And then Molly breaks the tension with everybody saying, well, Whitney and Lockin have done me a favor for getting rid of Uzi and Katie because now I don't have to see Katie run the villa every day. And to that, I would direct all of you to Miss McDermott's Twitter feed because um, she's been having some brilliant off-the-cuff unfiltered opinions on Molly since leaving the villa and I am living for them. She's also, again, I'm telling you, go watch Katie and Uzi on these podcasts. Uh, Like Katie is just such a pro. And because the Love Island contracts are nowhere near as strict as like the Bachelor ones, they're able to talk about all of the behind the scenes stuff. It's so fascinating. It's also scalding hot tea so if you have time and you're interested in what is really going down you're gonna get it all from miss mcdermott but like this comment that molly made like uh, katie made a direct response to this comment on her twitter feed a few days ago and it was it was it was epic katie does not hold back and that is why we love her then ella b confronts abby about 
her implying at the fire pit that her connection with Mitch isn't as strong. The camera goes to Mitch, who is listening and watching this convo so intensely. When Abby says to LB that Mitch said that they would never work on the outside, Mitch yells because again, he's not sitting right beside them. He's like across the villa listening and watching them. He's like, I've never said that in my life. And Abby's like, roll the tapes, babe. He's like, well, yeah, uh-huh, roll the tapes. It's just like, bro, there is literally video evidence of you doing exactly what Abby is describing to Ella B right now. But he doesn't care. He's so confident. Imagine, I mean, I what I would do for just a shred of that confidence. I love it. He's, he's so entertaining. You, messy Mitch is entertaining. You can't tell me otherwise. Then we get this conversation with Abby and Whitney and Abby's, you know, trying to say like, listen, my comments about Mitch and Ella B stem from facts. Whitney says they stem from bitterness. I think they stem from both. Both things can be true. Then we get a lighthearted moment in the dressing room when the girls are getting ready for bed. <laughs> Just like jokingly goes to Whitney. She's like, listen, the reason why the public voted for you and Locken is because Locken is the favorite. And Whitney, being her iconic, quick-witted self, goes, well, at least that's better than carrying Sammy. And of course, like all the girls laugh because they know it's true. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. Y you got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, MeUndies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists 
Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. In the morning, Zach tells the boys that Molly needs some space, so he's going to give her that. But then we get Molly saying that she can't remember if she told Zach to give her space, but now she definitely doesn't want space. And then we, oh, guys, the night portion, this play from Ty. I mean, I it, ju- let's get into it. I mean, wow. So obviously Ty has something special planned for Ella. We see him making chocolate covered strawberries in the kitchen and then he gathers Sammy and Zach at the fire pit and tells him that he has a plan. He's assembled the A-team. He needs two beanbags, preferably the orange and pink ones. I loved how specific this was, like down to the color. He says there are chocolate strawberries in the fridge and he needs all those things at the front of the villa. And when they're done setting it all up, come back into the villa and give him like a head nod so that he can then take Ella out to the front of the villa. While they're doing this, Ty distracts Ella by asking for a picture with her, which she's just like, oh my gosh, not you asking me for pictures. Then we just get this chaotic scene of Sammy and Zach just grabbing beanbags and strawberries and just bolting. They set up this little love nest for Ella and Ty at the front of the villa. They go back in, they give Ty the heads up, He's like, all right, Ella, come with me. She's like, where are we going? And he's like, don't worry about it, babe. Takes her to the front of the villa. They sit down. And oh my goodness, we get this gorgeous speech from Ty to Ella where he does indeed tell her that he loves her. This was obviously my play the game. It was beautiful. 10 out of 10. This is how you do it. He tried to make it as special as possible. They go back into the villa. 
with, you know, Golden Hour swelling again and all the Islanders cheering for them, excited because they know it happened. Oh, beautiful. Then we go into episode 52. Molly and Zach both agreed that this recent space that they both were very confused on the other's stance on ended up being a good thing for them. And again, Zach does another very, very good speech here being like, listen, I know we needed space, but next time I don't want to do space again. I want to do the ups and the downs with you. I loved this. This this is, again, if uh, Ty didn't just knock it out of the flipping park, this could have been a contender for play of the game. And in the morning, the Islanders get a text that it's challenge time. Couple goals is the challenge name. Basically, Sammy and Jess will read out a series of questions and the Islanders in their couples will have to write down the couple they think matches the answer. And we have a king move alert here. King move when some of the couples voted for Locke and Whitney as the couple with the least sexual chemistry. Lockin says, we're grown, honey. We kiss in private. King move. I just had to point out a king making king moves here. Moving on, most one-sided couple, almost everyone votes for Mitch and Ella B, but when Scott and Abby cast their vote for the couple, a little tiff starts. Scott remarks how Mitch told the boys like a few days ago that he wanted Abby back and Mitch is like, listen, I could have gotten Abby back after the recoupling if I wanted to, which prompts laughter from everyone. Most unlikely couple goes to Zach and Molly across the board because Zach is from the streets and Molly lives on a farm in Doncaster. First of all, I mean, this is the first I'm hearing of Molly living on a farm. Then we get the most smug couple vote, which is about to start World War Three. Ellen Ty vote for Whitney and Lockin and... Uh, you know, I got to note that for later. Next question, which couple is most likely to have their head turned? When Scott and Abby voted for Ella B and Mitch, Scott's reasoning was that when he asked her what her type was, Ella B did not describe Mitch. And Mitch has gotten to know every bombshell that's walked through the door, which prompts Mitch to start a rant, which Scott then interrupts, saying the only reason none of the boys wanted to get to know Abby during Casa is because they felt bad for Mitch because he was single for three weeks. Bro, you got Vandersloosed. I think that's how you pronounce Scott's last name. Mitch says that Abby and Scott are only together because he didn't want Abby. Oh my goodness. So many savage comments back and forth with these two. And again, they continue to do this which completely just pauses the game for what seems like an hour. We get a getting ready montage and there's this scene of Ella and Whitney in the bathroom where Whitney is a bit peeved that Ella took the shower first. Ella asks Whitney why she's so salty about the challenge. Whitney then comes back and says, I know selfish people, but I've never met someone as selfish as you. Bro, where is this coming from? Dude, this blew my mind. And Ella is is rightly pissed. Then Whitney and Ella sit down for a chat. Oh, Ella tells her the selfish comment in the dressing room really hurt her feelings. And Whitney's like, oh, no. She goes, you know, Ella, I wasn't joking. Sometimes you do have selfish tendencies. I'm usually always on Whitney's side, but I'm on Ella's side during this. Ella asks, 
Whitney, like, selfish. What are you talking about? She brings up the whole shower thing. Ella's even more offended, says, why are you coming for my character? I thought we were friends. Whitney's like, we are. And then Whitney goes on to bring up her and Ty, voting for her and Lachlan is most smug. And Ella is like, dude, it's a challenge. What you're really mad about is the shower. Just admit that. Whitney is like, no, she doubles down. Again, calls Ella selfish, which prompts some great face play from Jess and Molly, who are hearing all of this fight go on. Ella is like, really, Whitney, all of this because of a shower? On the other side of the villa, Zach is talking with the boys. And again, everybody can hear this fight going on. And Zach says, Ella's probably talking the most sense, though. I agree. Like, it is a challenge. Whitney knows that. And like... I don't know. You, it The selfish thing is just such a big thing to say to someone who is supposedly like your best friend in the villa. If she really did think Ella was like this selfish person that she's describing, there are other ways of going about it. But obviously she's doing it because she wants to hurt her like Ella hurt her and Lachlan by voting them the most smug couple. Then they really start duking it out, going back and forth. Whitney's like, a real friend wouldn't have voted me as smug. Ella tells her not to claim bestie status with her. She's like, fine. And then they both storm off. I hate this. This is the first time in a situation where I like, I'm not team Whitney and it feels weird. I, I feel odd. And you know, it honestly has me thinking because I've been, like I said earlier, watching a lot of these podcasts that the Islanders who get dumped go on afterwards and a lot of people were saying that especially this year there's been a lot of fighting like everybody's been fighting just and and even Katie said well yes there's been a lot of fighting it'll be like a big fight and then a few minutes later everybody's like oh do you want some tea so it 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 sounds honestly like a semi-normal dynamic in that again they're all in this one space together for two months non-stop like there's gonna be fights but what's interesting is like this is the first time that we're getting at least in my opinion a negative edit for Whitney because like from what I've heard if all this fighting that apparently everybody is doing is true and we're just now seeing this towards the end of the season where Whitney, again, has been the fan favorite, beloved by the fourth audience. This feels like kind of like a, an attempt by the editing team to kind of even out the odds so that like all the couples who are at the very end will all have a chance of winning just because Whitney and Lachlan are you know, favored so much. Because again, they can edit this any way they want to. They could have edited even if Ella and Whitney were really fighting it out and just, you know, turning on each other. They have the power to make it look like they had the best day ever as besties. But they are making a choice to not do that. So this is interesting because it's not, at least in my opinion, portraying Whitney in the best light. I know people have other opinions, but we shall see what happens. My MVP of these episodes was Mitch because, I mean, the guy is continually getting the most screen time. He has nine lives, just like Ella said, and he's stirring the pot. His risky plays are our entertainment, and for that, we should be thankful and 
for that, I'm awarding him MVP of these episodes. Before we go, I got some gains for you. Your top three Instagram gains are number one, Ella gained 98K for a total of 466K. Again, that's in the last 24 hours. You don't see that type of gain throughout an entire season of Bachelor for any players, maybe the lead, but like that's impressive. Number two is Jess, who gained 97K for a total of 476K. And Ty gained 88K for a total of 386K. Your top three Instagram chart is number one, Katie McDermott is now at 1.4 million. So she started out this whole journey with 1.2 and now she's at 1.4 million. That's impressive. That's why you go on the show a second time. Second is Jess with 476K and third is Ella with 466K. Your top three TikTok are Katie with 1 million followers, Molly with 928.2K followers, and Cody Casaboy with 348.5K followers. I have a feeling that tomorrow, hopefully, fingers crossed, Cody will finally be kicked out of that top three because the TikTok gains are also just on fire right now. This is your breakdown of Love Island episodes 50 through 52, which is ITV episodes 44 through 46. This was Grafting with Grace Ann. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.